The Navajo legend of skinwalkers has received a lot of attention thanks to the growing notoriety of Skinwalker Ranch. It's a hot spot of phenomena in Utah. The exact origins of the skinwalker legend remains largely unknown, though they are generally said to have been evil witches with the ability to change their shape or take possession of animals or other beings. This week, the Jackalopes look at Skinwalker Ranch and why this very small part of the American West has become synonymous with UFOs, strange animals, and the paranormal. This episode of Jackalopes Explore is brought to you by Sheridan Stationery Books and Gifts, located at 535 North Main Street in Sheridan. Stop by today to peruse books, stationery, gifts, sports cards, and more. Or visit us at SheridanStationeryBooks.com. I'm Floyd Whiting. I am Aaron Linden. <laughs> I'm Steve Sisson. I'm Emmy Whiting. And we are your Jackalopes. We take a deep dive into the Jackalope hole to find context to many conspiracy theories and issues affecting our world today. Now, Skinwalker Ranch sprawls about 500 acres, located southwest of Ballard, Utah. This is a region known as the Uinta Basin. The whole area has, since the days of the early Spanish missionaries, swirled with rumors of strange goings-on. Indigenous people in the area are the Utes and the Navajo. A tribal history of Utah is uh, particular, including the Ute tribe whose ancestors occupied the territory for over a thousand years. And it includes both tragedy and horror. And it is important to make note that uh, the Ute people allied with the United States Army in attacks against the Navajo people. And one reason why this uh, is something to take note of is because a resulting starvation of the Navajo people by the U.S. Army through bounty attacks on Navajo livestock. Cattle mutilation. The resulting starvation of the Navajo uh, followed by the use of bribery resulted in a massive Navajo surrender. Now the witchcraft of indigenous tribes is not the classic witchcraft of Europeans. Uh, there are many ways within uh, these tribes that you can uh, go through and experience spirituality. This is just one. Uh, Navajo witchcraft uh, deals with the dead and with death in particular. Now, UFO reports in the Uinta Basin were publicized in the 1970s. Claims about the ranch first really appeared in 1996 in Salt Lake City newspapers and later showed up in alternative weekly Las Vegas newspapers as a result of a series of articles uh, by investigative journalist George Knapp. Now, those in the UFO world know George Knapp very well. He's the individual who eventually kind of talked Bob Lazar into coming forward and and it, George Knapp is an interesting character if you really listen to him he's the type of person who did not want to cover these types of news stories he's a serious journalist uh, and he didn't want to be known as the UFO guy Unfortunately, through the years, George Knapp has become known as the UFO journalist. Exactly. But uh, that's because a lot of the stories that he 
looks into are 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 quite serious um he's snuck secret documents out of russia he's which is bad for one's health he's put his life at risk uh to get information uh to the people about these types of things he's very popular look him up give him a goog he's worth listening to now these stories detailed the claims of a family that allegedly experienced uh inexplicable types of events uh frightening events uh it really came into view mid-1990s when the sherman family purchased the ranch in 1994 and they shared their incredible stories with the media uh i'll go into the the things that terry and gwen sherman experienced briefly and then i'm going to hand it over to aaron who has been really keeping up to date on what's going on out there at skinwalker there's a show uh, that oh, kind of shows every, you what's happening every now. Tuesday night. I am just waiting for it to drop so I can watch it. And I, I'm, and it's not like, not to throw other shows under the bus, but the curse of an island, which is horrible. Like it, I mean, yeah. that's been on for like fourteen seasons. They haven't really found anything. This is incredibly intriguing. Out of hundreds of people that they've had out there, everyone has had an experience. That's amazing. And they've got it on record. I mean, they've got yeah. video of it. They've got everything. It's riveting what's going on out and there. And this area, 500 acres, I mean, it has experienced so much paranormal activity and personal injury mm-hmm. that at one time it was pretty much kind of sealed up. You couldn't get in there. I don't think you can get in there now. It's yeah. private property. They right. make sure that nobody wanders in. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that, uh, and, and we'll get into who these individuals are, but they're very serious people they're not 10 you know the type to go off on rants about ufos and things like that very serious businessmen who have invested a lot of money into this ranch and they sealed it off at one point um and even forbade digging due to personal risk Mm -hmm. they they, they're basically telling people don't come here because everyone who does and tries to attempt to dig in this area Mm -hmm. ends up with a very serious injury somehow. So, you know, that's the stance that they're taking. Now, shortly after buying the property, Terry and Gwen Sherman were startled by the sights of uh, fearsome-looking animals. They thought at first a wolf, a coyote, very common in the area. This was kind of stalking their their livestock pen, but it, it, it grabbed a calf in its jaws, Terry supposedly fired at it with a handgun and then a rifle. So he got two shots off at this thing and he swears he hit it. So despite being hit, the creature didn't seem to be injured or hurt in any way. It, it, it simply wandered away and into the, into the brush is, is what he said. Supposedly it left behind a very foul stench. Now, why is a foul stench important? Everyone who's come forward, uh, and and I never, I mean, this is all speculative, right? I don't want people to just believe anyone who says that they've seen an alien body, because a lot of it is probably hoax. Um, but a lot of these individuals have said, when you witness these aliens, they have a strange, foul stink to them. Uh, the little girls in Brazil who came upon an alien who had crashed and was injured 
hiding next to an on-ramp, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he was. I think he was at, like in an alleyway behind a building yeah. or something. Yeah, a lot of people said that yeah. they saw that one. A lot of people. Uh, and one of the military members actually spoke to a journalist, uh, but refused to do it on record, of course. Uh, but he gave testimony to the journalist that this thing had a stink that was so bad that you couldn't like you could return to the site where they saw it and it still just permeated the area we and, probably stink to them yeah <laughs> we probably do no chance of interbreeding going on i don't know i can't stand the smell of each other I hate to disappoint you buddy, yeah, but yeah 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 hopes are dashed yep so uh you know after shooting at this thing it supposedly ran off they said it smelled kind of like rotting flesh and that this scent stuck around they couldn't get rid of it for a long time in the weeks and months that followed visitors to the ranch reported seeing unidentifiable beasts moving in the woods letting out roars so there's audio with this uh, and then there were lights hovering lights over every mountaintop and they zip and zoom around the sky you know kind of the typical ufo stuff that we hear right like it stood there for a second hovered and then it moved faster than anything they'd seen. These were large orange circles and blue spheres. They flew around as if directed by unseen fo forces. Most disturbingly, animals on the ranch began to die in very grotesque ways. Uh, the Shermans say that some of the dogs were seemingly uh, incinerated. I mean, could you imagine that? Yeah. Incinerated. Wake up in the middle of the night, you walk outside. <coughs> Your dog's been cooked, turned to ash. Yeah, that's wild. It's horrible. Uh, and, and cows were found dismembered, gored out, cored out, I guess, cored out. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the quote that the witness gave, cored out. So they said that it was like, and this is the same story that we hear about <clears throat> mutilation, something that you and I talk about a lot, Aaron, because I don't, I don't know talk if I buy mutilation a lot. Well, we talk, we talk about the cattle mutilation because I've heard stories, uh, about, uh, special agencies by the mm -hmm. government mm -hmm. who purposely, uh, made outfitted black helicopters, um, to look like UFOs so that these very specialized trained individuals could land and get a sample from the animal uh, and then they would take it back to the lab and what supposedly they were looking for is due to underground nuclear tests mm -hmm. they wanted to know what's the bleed over so they take the two softest parts that they know are going to be uh you know infected with radiation i don't know if inf radiated mm -hmm. uh, yep. the tongue and the reproductive organs uh you're going to test the soft tissue of the tongue because it's going to hold radiation you're going to test the reproductive organs because you're going to want to know will this have side effects in human beings living in the area what are the long terms going to look like is the reproductive organ affected by this so when it comes to cattle mutilation it just seems like one of those standard UFO <laughs> hype up. Oh, well, if we're going to talk about UFOs, include a cattle mutilation. In <laughs> right. That. It really gets and people going. People. And lizard people. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you see what I'm coming, where I'm oh, coming yeah. from Absolutely. on that. 
kind of you and I were talking this morning. The inclusion of certain things in these stories, I I mark as red flags. Where it's like, okay, cattle mutilation, got it. Everything's getting mutilated by these aliens that have traveled thousands if not millions of light years they come look at a cow's guts (laughs) makes no sense to me whatsoever i'm sorry but it just doesn't make any sense but anyway cattle mutilations have been part of the folklore of this area for decades uh when robert bigelow founder of the national institute for discovery science purchased the ranch for simply two hundred thousand dollars i know i saw that figure two hundred thousand i was interested in that so the sherman family owned it for like a year yeah Yeah, right very long and then they were like nuts to this Mm -hmm. we got to get out of here and so i was like well i know bigelow came in what did it what did he pay for this Mm -hmm. 200 grand 500 acres gotta be kidding me pennies pennies i would have paid it's crazy 201. (laughs) (laughs) right yeah Hey, and then you and I would have went out there with shovels. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I deal with everything going on over there. Don't Here's the deal. Imagine <laughs> the taxes on that right now, though. Oh, man. Yeah. Rough. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. Uh, especially in that area, because it's a beautiful area. If you've never actually been to Utah, it is gorgeous and so diverse i mean mm-hmm. one minute you're you know on a, on a mountain with snow the next year in the middle of like a desert yeah with beautiful rock formations utah's a beautiful beautiful place uh now he purchased the ranch for two hundred thousand dollars in 1996 uh, supposedly a result of him being convinced about these stories of mutilation uh, and that included the strange lights, unusual impressions that were made in, gla- in grass and soil. So it's not like just the mutilations. I know I kind of got off uh, on a tangent right there, but that's because I feel like there's just certain red flags that come up with stories all the time. And, and mutilations are one of them. Obviously, this family experienced something terrifying. If I woke up, walked outside, and there were mutilated livestock i'd be terrified well and if your dog was incinerated Incinerated. and you're seeing things flying around in the sky and there's horrible smells and i mean yeah i'm not sticking around well but i don't what what i'm saying is i don't want to you know um devalue that these people's fear oh you know the the hell that they probably went through Mm -hmm. if this is what they were waking up to i get it right I'm, i'm out the I'm walls are bleeding and you're like well we're done you know i'm sick of painting I'm time to here. go right yeah so i i don't want to be devalue that but you know it's just again one of the tropes that goes with everything uh so he purchased it and uh aaron what happened to it after that so as you said robert bigelow purchases this place and and sets it up for um his national institute for discovery science and what he was focusing on is paranormal activity whether that's ufos ghosts skinwalkers whatever anything it could get anything paranormal anything unexplainable how about we'll just use that as the overall so he runs all these research things out there forever and yeah they come up with some interesting things but the technology wasn't really what it was now so they did years worth of research so he bought it in 95 ended up selling it to brendan fugel in 2016 who is a utah businessman very wealthy guy and has resources Mm -hmm. and 
it, it kind of got to be one of those things where Bigelow was running into some issues with the government and some research and not being necessarily taken as seriously as he thought he should be. And he just kind of was getting on in years and thought it's time to turn it over to somebody else that has the drive to keep this thing going and maybe even improve upon it. So that's where Brendan Fugel comes in. So he buys this place and sets up this team of professionals. And that's the thing is it's not like, you know, the ghost hunters with their little <laughs> box, right. spirit right. Yeah. box, homemade thing. Yeah. 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 These yeah. are serious. The, these are serious dudes. So the guy that kind of he put in place in the beginning was Eric Bard, and he's a physicist and had designed different things for use in like x-ray and gamma ray radiation readings and on and on. I mean, serious dude. Like maybe there's a radiation coming out of the ground causing hallucination. I mean, whatever. We, we've got to eliminate every your possibility. Your gas, right? you know, yeah. that's, that's irradiated, that's glowing as it's leaving. So there's your UFO, whatever. <laughs> but then they bring in Travis Taylor. And this dude, it's so funny because back in like the early 2000s, maybe mid 2000s, he was on this show called like Rocket Rednecks or whatever. This guy is, I think he's from Huntsville, Alabama. Brilliant dude. He has a doctorate in optical science and engineering, a doctorate in aerospace systems engineering, a master's degree in physics, a master's degree in aerospace engineering, and as was relayed just about a year or so ago was the chief scientist of the pentagon's uap task force mm. so this guy has no nonsense scientific research into ufos mm -hmm. or uaps now mm -hmm. so it lends a lot of credence to the fact like these guys are serious they're not they're not there hoping, you know, like, oh, little gray man. And what they're there as scientists going, what could this be? Yeah. Right. Yeah. What could be caused? They're not, they're not buying in necessarily to like, it's UFOs. We got to capture one or anything like that. They're looking at it scientifically to really disprove it in a way. Mm -hmm. But in all of these tests that they're doing, it's it's insane. I mean, they're they're using LIDAR. They're using drone fleets. They're using all, the most technologically advanced stuff that we have. And the results every time are amazing and mysterious. But then they go back and do things like bring out. So there's there's a couple of key places at Skinwalker Ranch, the Mesa, which is the big rock formation that's kind of off to the northern part of the ranch that has been seen glowing at night in almost a different kind of light show pattern. You've seen UAPs or orbs entering and exiting the Mesa. And on the top of it, there's this old ancient ute spiral, stone spiral, that almost looks like a galaxy or a wormhole mm -hmm. or a portal entrance, whatever it is. So they actually bring out a Native American drumming tribe. And it's night and they set up, you know, their cameras for, you know, night vision and heat sensory and whatever. And these guys are out there drumming, playing, whatever. So what they're trying to do is also bring back tradition from a thousand years ago to spark anything. And as Travis always says, kick the hornet's nest. <laughs> mm -hmm. Anything that they can do to provoke it. Because at first, when Brendan 
bought this place, they were they were doing some modifications to it. And one of his guys out there, his ranch hand, Tom Winter, Winterton, was running a backhoe. And as he was digging, he got progressively sicker and sicker to the point that they had to rush him to the hospital. And he was actually developed a growth on his head, under the skin, that they, they think was due to radiation. Mm-hmm. And so Brendan kind of put this whole thing in play, no digging, no, no, any kind of disruption basically to the ranch. As things have progressed, he's on board with all of it. Whatever, whatever we need to do. Let's blast, let's drill into the mace, let's do whatever. So these Native Americans are drumming and they take a break and then they're drumming again. And all of a sudden this spiral rock formation on top of the mesa can be seen glowing. And shortly thereafter, there's lights, there's UAPs. Anytime they do any of this kind of stuff, it always kicks something off. They're blasting rockets up through an area called the Triangle. It's a convergence of several roads on the ranch. And it seems to be the hot spot for all of this activity. This is kind of where it emanates from, in a way. And every time they you know, shoot a rocket up through there, it gets to a height of about 30 or 33 feet masonic number um (laughs) and it either goes off course or blows up or sparks uap how many how many rocks have they put oh my gosh i hundreds i mean and not like your little model rocket from the hardware store i mean these these are professional guys with rockets yeah yeah and the lasers that they use and everything but there's an anomaly between 30 and 33 feet and every time they spark this thing something kicks off. One of the craziest ones was they were doing a a LIDAR scan and a couple of other scans of this area. And basically in the area of the triangle, there was a perfect round black hole on the ground where it should have been, you know, yellow and orange, black, void of anything. And in theory, when they went back and rendered some of these scans, it was almost like an hourglass shape that came from the sky down, creating this circle to which they theorized possible wormhole. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So a wormhole or an Ein, what do they call it? An Einstein-Rosenberg bridge mm-hmm. uh, is a rip, I guess you can say, in space-time mm-hmm. where we theorize we like i had anything to do collectively that the royal we yes great distances could be traveled in a single bound essentially this is the word portal right so they think that and and this is this is a stretch though that's a stretch but they may have a portal Mm -hmm. on this ranch Absolutely. And when you watch some of the video footage, and that's what I find most entertaining about this, is that it isn't theorized and talked about. It isn't a ghost show where, you know, something flies across a camera and you're like, well, no, they threw it from off the camera. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I mean, there's clear activity going on to the point that Black Hawk helicopters have come through the area right after a UAP has been spotted. I mean, it's a hot spot for military activity as well. And the closest Air Force base is hundreds of miles away. 
So I would imagine it's probably area. probably Hill Air Force Base. I'm not sure. I imagine that's probably yeah. But it's not like it's not like they have a lot of Black Hawk helicopter activity. There were even at times Chinooks coming by with the back door open and military hanging out watching what they're doing almost kind of in a threatening manner i mean there's when the military shows up there's clearly something going on mm -hmm. and you watch well i'm spending the money to get that chinook off the ground that's a lot of money <laughs> that's yes. a lot of money and you're paying the staff to be on it and you're i mean it's a lot of taxpayer dollars you're not just out for a joy cruise yeah and you watch some of this activity of UAPs that either enter into the Mesa and in one spot where that, that uh, rock outcropping is that the Utes built that looks like the galaxy, during one of those, there's like two or three orbs that enter into that thing. It's solid rock underneath. Interesting. It's, it's bizarre. Then just off of the triangle, in part of the Mesa, when they did a scan of the Mesa, and I mean, this thing can scan down hundreds and hundreds of feet. There is a large metallic object. They don't know what it is. So they brought out a professional drilling crew to drill into the Mesa. They got about 40 feet in. It wouldn't go any further. And this thing was putting, I can't remember how many hundreds of tons of pressure on it, nothing. So they retract all of the drilling equipment, figuring that the bits just worn out was 100% fine. There was nothing wrong with it. So but it couldn't... It couldn't penetrate it. So at one point, it starts kind of riding up over it. So they're, they're theorizing that it's dome-shaped. So they said, okay, if we can't go in this way, we'll go in from the top. Went in from the top, same thing. Got about... 40 or 50 feet down, couldn't go any further. Actually blew the engine out of the drilling operation, pulled it out, it was fine. In the spoils, in in one part of it, where they were actually, you know, sifting through the spoils of the water that they're using, you know, in mm -hmm. the drilling operation. I was just gonna ask, are they, they testing pulled the material? out these metal flecks that they actually had sent off to the university. And the guy's like, we don't know what part of this is. And part of it is um, almost like a an alloy. I mean, it, it has to be created. It's not a naturally occurring metal. And the only time that they've seen something like this was from something in an asteroid. So there's something in there. I don't know what the heck it is. I'd love to know what it is. I now, hope they figure it out. For individuals who are watching the show, they can go and look at all of this, right? Like oh, all of absolutely. this has been released. You can you can find all this information for yourself. Hundred percent. That's fascinating. It's it's crazy. It's it's insane. And then it also there's there were cattle mutilations. You know, very mm -hmm. surgical cattle mutilations. There's these guys on YouTube. And it's like the bearded butchers or something. And I mean, these guys are like professional butchers. Look at this kind of stuff, and they're like, "There's no way. There's no blood." I mean, it's precision cuts 
no blood anywhere. Mm -hmm. They're like, we couldn't do that. And we've been doing this for, you know, a decade. It's just weird, weird stuff. Then they go to one of the ranch house, um, the old ranch houses where there have been paranormal sightings, things up in windows where there's no floor there. Yeah, I think it was around the, the, the houses where they were seeing the animals, the strange animals. Correct, right. So there's an old well, a cistern kind of thing back there. And they'd never really taken the top off of it because again, up until recently, don't disrupt anything. Mm -hmm. Took the top off of it and Travis Taylor, Dr. Taylor, or Doc Travis, they call him, um, actually ended up with radiation poisoning. He had burns on his oh, hand. Geez. Are you serious? Because there was so much radiation coming out of this well that he had burns. So what if it's two things? What if it's the U.S. military actually testing, like we were talking about before, right. where they want to know, are we, due to things that we did back in the day, which they did, uh, you know, the nuclear detonations underground. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're testing to see the long-term effects of that. But at the same time, they also know about the portal. Right. Now, theories have come forward, and again very loosely folks people have, have said once we started lighting off these bombs once we started testing these that's when it got the universe's attention that's when these aliens really started coming in and checking things out making sure that we weren't going to blow us blow ourselves up but at the same time i've also heard one witness said when the emps uh, which is a result of a nuclear explosion, mm -hmm. go out into the universe, it is affecting them. Mm -hmm. They yep. are like instruments that they have is, mm -hmm. is being affected by us detonating nuclear weapons. And so they're arriving here to basically tell us, stop it. Stop lighting these things off. Quit with the tests. You guys are messing up our stuff over there. Now, Right here in Wyoming, down in Cheyenne, was an incident where a bunch of UFOs showed up over F.E. Warren Air Force Base. And according to documents, turned everything on and then turned everything off and left. Now, that was happening at about the height of the Cold War. Did you try turning it on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you sure it's on? Yeah. That's hilarious. But see, the fascinating thing about that, though, is Go our system. the router. <laughs> our system is set up. So it can't be done remotely. You have to have, into, I mean, this is an analog system on purpose. So, you know, the big briefcase, it's not like the president has a button in there. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, basically a, a secured system where he can communicate with individuals who have the button in front of them. Right. He's not pushing this thing remotely. It's all analog. There are keys, push button type things involved here. How could they do that remotely then? How could equipment, analog equipment, be operated remotely when there's no remote sensors on it? ESP from mm. the aliens. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying that's it's odd. Mm -hmm. uh, no, it is odd. And mm -hmm. it's terrifying. Uh, but at the same time, what if this is a result of that same thing? So I'm going to go way out on a limb here and say when we were doing those underground detonations they the aliens or whoever this is from whatever dimension 
knew that portal was there. They'd been in communication, maybe with the indigenous people of the area. Mm -hmm. They had a relationship somehow where they're like, okay, we kind of like these people. It's awesome. And then all of a sudden, Europeans show up, Spanish missionaries. It's all very weird stuff. And then America kind of dominates the area. We start lighting off stuff. And they're like, we got to do something about this. What if what we're doing is affecting a study station or a scientific outpost that mm -hmm. they had or currently have. And so they, I'm not saying that they're mutilating things, <clears throat> but what if we are or two what, things happening simultaneously? Well, but what if they are for the same reason we would, is it to, affecting to test, yeah. to test? I don't want to kill a human, right? But I'll kill their cow. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. And then if a dog attacks me, I'm shooting with my incinerating <laughs> yeah. laser beam, right? right. Like, <laughs> freaking lasers. Freaking yeah. lasers. Um, <laughs> P32 modulator. <laughs> exactly. But the, that's my, I don't know. I have several theories. One is I have, I have one of my degrees in Native American studies, right? So I've spent a lot of time around tribes. I've done sweat lodges. I've smoked the pipe. I mean, I've, done those things i know these people i know lore and whether it's you know a windigo or nanabuju or a skinwalker they all have these stories even though they were very remotely removed from one another you know i mean somebody in a tribe in utah thousands of years ago knew nothing about the ojibwe in minnesota mm -hmm. but they all have these common stories they all have petroglyphs of space people or mm -hmm. these different spirits that would come to them. They all have petroglyphs of some sort of galaxy-ish looking wormhole portal thing that was used to communicate. All of them have these stories. So where did that come from? So one of the things is, I think you don't mess with Native American lore. Like it, it came from somewhere. Mm -hmm. They know what they're talking about. I think as well, you know, this this all became a curse, basically, that the Navajo put on the Ute because, as you said, you know, they kind of did them bad. So they decided to unleash this skinwalker upon their enemies. And the skinwalker stalks the land as kind of a curse, a punishment. But the scariest part about that is that they say anyone whose feet step on that ranch is spiritually tarnished for eternity. <laughs> so not only is it... That's terrifying. <laughs> and, right? and people yeah. have reported. You know, I mean, there's there's scientists that they bring out or the professional, you know, rocket launcher guys that leave and say for weeks, weird stuff is happening to them. So there's people that refuse to go to the ranch. There's people that would greatly volunteer to go. <laughs> right. post Malone went. Um, but I think you have the Native American history. I'm not even going to call it lore because I believe it's true. I think the radiation is drawing the attention of the aliens because, I mean, you look at the hot spots around the world, which, by the way, if you don't know this, the Pentagon has released a website where you can actually track all of the hotspot UFO sightings. Mm, interesting. And Japan is one of them over where the nuclear reactor melted down. Mm. Fukushima. Mm. Uh-huh. They are constantly drawn to radiation. 
And I don't know what that is. If that's if that's like you said, an EMP or a signal of some kind that goes out, and they're like, oh. We got to go check this place out. Well, and think about just the curiosity of a scientist, a human scientist. Sure. Okay. Um, a human scientist, uh, let's say a geologist, you know, they study rocks. Mm -hmm. If they found a new rock or there's a rock started behaving oddly, that's intriguing, mm -hmm. right? Sure. So now let's say that you're an interplanetary or interdimensional scientist. This is your field of study. Well, that blue ball. The third rock from the sun in the solar system is there's radiation coming out of it like crazy, man. As a scientist, go figure out what's going on. I, I'm curious. Mm -hmm. Even if it doesn't have any effect on anything, science itself is still a driving force behind study. Mm -hmm. And I would think that a society who has reached this level that uh, these, these beings apparently... Uh, you know, would have or, or allegedly have, they would definitely be intrigued by that. They would want to know, where's this coming from? Why is it, you know, what did the freaking monkeys do on that blue ball this time? You right. know, let's go check it out. So I think, I think, you know, that's got some, some, some merit to it to think that if, it's a good reason to go check things, you know, because even as a human being, we study things just for the sake of curiosity. Right. So now, I, I believe that it's it's Native American history, aliens, as well as our own U.S. military. Mm -hmm. Because the U.S. military, I'm going to go down a little bit of a rabbit hole here, but I believe, and we were talking about this before, like the G8 and whatever, the military has been, they know about the aliens. That's why they're releasing this stuff kind of slowly and allowing for shows like this. See, when Bigelow was trying to do this stuff, man, no way, because it was still during the height of the cover-up. Yeah. Now we're having congressional hearings. Everybody's talking about it. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, you guys can do these experiments and we won't really get in the way, whatever, but they're there and they know what's going on and they know what's there. We, we not we, the royal we, know what's going on. <laughs> So I think it's kind of the trifecta. I think it's the Native American history came from the aliens that were there. Once the military found out about it, man, we're getting involved. And these people, Brendan Fugel and, and Travis Taylor and these guys just happened to be the ones bringing it to the public. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that they're involved. That's that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying they're, they're not they're, they're covert yeah. agents. Yeah. No, yeah. they're actually trying to scientifically debunk a lot of it, but they're totally scientifically proving a lot of it. Mm -hmm. And again, they're scientists who are curious and they want to know right. what's going again, on. Yeah. So let's go poke the bear. Let's see what's <laughs> going on. And and my thing is, I completely support this. I completely support the scientific endeavors to look at anything. Uh, in the paranormal. It, it always disappoints people when I tell them I do not believe in ghosts, but I do believe in alternate dimensions, string theory, and, and various scientific aspects, and I do believe that it all deserves proper investigation using the scientific method. Uh, ghost hunters, people like that, they're not using a scientific method. They're running on a lot of hope 
They're running on a lot of faith. There's nothing wrong with hope. There's nothing wrong with faith. But what if ghosts are just an interplanetary or fourth dimensional quick viewing of something? You're not getting the full view of it because it, it's just, it's that quick. Well, it just passes through. Yeah. And, and, and think about it. You know, uh, it's Stephen Hawking basically said, okay, multi-universe theory, mm -hmm. every decision branches off to something else. What if you're seeing the result of another decision that was made, uh, you know, down the line? And, and we don't know how these bubbles of universes interact with each other. This is all theory. Even string theory is a theory. We don't know... Uh, for sure that particles are made up of these strings of energy we don't know that but we can't figure out anything else smaller than that and so string theory holds pretty well uh but at the same time how would these universes interact do they bump up next to each other is there even a space that they exist is that even conceivable are they all existing in parallel to each other how does that work? Mm -hmm. You know, if we have to learn about this kind of stuff and to, and 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 to go forward in this, we got to we got to take that para off of there and just make it this is normal. So something is happening. Okay? As long as we all don't poo-poo it, acknowledge it as a community, then we can look at it and go, "Okay, let's get serious." scientific investigation behind this let's really look at it and that's what i like about this skinwalker ranch team going forward now serious scientific theory practitioners going forward to learn the truth of the matter now i'm, I'm going to shift from you over yep. to sisson <laughs> sisson uh i asked you uh once again to be my debunker uh so I'm not going to ask you about various events. I want you to look at the Skinwalker Ranch thing and, and tell me your personal theories and, and what you think might be happening. Oh, well, I, I think it is. It's amazing in a number of ways. I mean, first of all, so much has happened there and, and so many varied things, too. Like you look at all these other incidents. A lot of them are just like a single thing, like an abduction or unusual radiation or, or one particular thing. This one has all kinds of different things. Um, it is interesting in that there's so much science being done that has amazing results, but it's also amazing in the fact that the results are always inconclusive, mm -hmm. which makes for a good TV show. So I think, uh, you know, that, of course, reality TV is, is not real. So right. it, a lot of the show, even if there are real things going on, the show is being tailored to make it a good show. Um, so a lot of that stuff is probably being edited and, and you know, presented in a certain way that just makes it more interesting than maybe what it actually was. Uh, I do think it's interesting that, you know, it gets tied back to Navajo and Ute, but it's also unusual that there doesn't seem to have been anything that happened prior to 1994. And that's when, of course, the ownership changed there. And I think it's also interesting that a lot of that stuff can be traced back to Terry Sherman, who stayed on as a caretaker after Bigelow bought it. So I think, and the, the, the previous owners that had been there for 60 years or so say, we never saw, heard, felt anything. So what happened in that time prior to 1994 and why did stuff suddenly start happening in 1994 when the previous owners never experienced any yeah, kind yeah, of they said, paranormal activity they said, yeah nothing happened that we know of so it's it's unusual that 
it, something happened in 1994 where all of a sudden all this stuff started. So, I mean, who knows what it is? I mean, clearly, I, I think it's it's too much to have just been all made up, right? I mean, that, that seems... It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can see, like, you make a, a story where, you know, hey, something weird happened to me one night or... Amityville know, horror. Yeah. Completely right. made up. But all yeah. of these other things, you know, it, it can't all be made up. Something is going on. Um, but to me, it's kind of like, it, it's a it's a perfect blend of like the cosmos mystery area in south dakota mm, yes and and like a scooby-doo story where you invent the legend of such and such mm -hmm. you kind of blend those together and then there's a bit of reality mixed into it as well uh yeah i mean obviously there's lots to be discovered and learned still um but it's interesting to me that out of all the experiments that we haven't had any conclusive real hard like evidence of this is what's happening here it's just kind of vague yeah, yeah. it's it's all kind of still unknown yeah Emmy, yes. tell me about psychology here. What uh, when people hear stories like this, uh, you know, anything having to do with the paranormal, we tend to get pretty excited about it. Uh, there, but there is a few people who don't. What's what's the psychology behind that? So I would first like to say I do believe in ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do, and, yeah. and I have my own experiences. But you we know. should revisit that topic at yes, some point. Yes, we will. I, I, it's a good topic. So I'm sure you guys have said this before, but it says three quarters of Americans believe in the paranormal. One in five about, you know, around there claim they've actually seen a ghost or things like that. I kind of went down more like the paranormal. Absolutely. Oh, sure. yeah. This know, is all part of Skinwalker Ranch. Mm -hmm. 